in this message titled Grace and Wisdom. Pastor teaches that God's wisdom will allow you to enjoy the journey of life and encourages to seek God's wisdom and receive instruction from the wise. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 9 and I read from the TPT version. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 9 TPT version. You will be adorned with beauty and grace and wisdom's glory will wrap itself around you making you victorious in the race. Proverbs 4 verse 9 TPT You will be adorned with beauty and grace and wisdom's glory will wrap itself around you making you victorious in the race. Amen. Tonight I want to preach to you about grace and wisdom. About how God's wisdom will wrap around around your life and making you victorious in the race. Amen. Let's look to one more scripture. The book of Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 13 to 19. And there will be a lot of reading from that scripture actually. So if you have your Bibles, take your Bibles. Let's look to that. Proverbs chapter 3 and verses 13 onwards. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things that thou can desire are not to be compared with her. Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of blessedness and all her paths are paths of peace. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you that wisdom profits and grace is always revealed in our lives by how wisdom manifests itself. And so when you study the scriptures, the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, the 10th chapter and verse 10, that wisdom profiteth to direct. So there's great blessing or profit in wisdom. And uh, some of the blessings are mentioned in the scripture that I just read out to you. It says there, the 16th verse, the third chapter verse 17. Third chapter verse 17 Proverbs. It says there, let me read it. Let me get it for you. Third chapter verse 17. It says there, her ways, the ways of wisdom, are ways of blessedness, and all our paths are peace. So one of the blessings is, you know, you know that you are in the wisdom of God, and the peace of God is inside of you. You are taking a decision about marriage. You want to get married. You want to know if this is the right person or that is the right person or you're not sure and you're praying about something. Well, the empire or the referee speaks. So if it is the Lord, you will have a peace inside of you. You will know that it is from the Lord. But the moment you begin to feel a burden in your heart, you begin to feel a heaviness in your spirit, you know it's not from God. Whether it be about doing a business, or taking a ministry assignment. Every moment that I feel when somebody invites me for a meeting and I just feel a burden, I know it's not from the Lord.
But when there is a tremendous peace in my spirit, I know it's from the Lord. So wisdom is to recognize peace working in your spirit. And that is a privilege that only the children of God have. Those of you who have put your faith in Christ. Those of you who are anointed of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, you will have the peace of God inside of you. Amen. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. It says there, let me look at that. Anything that puts your life under pressure. The anything that is, makes you feel pressured to do something. Is definitely not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not going to exercise pressure upon you. You know, and uh, you know, don't do anything out of pressure. There is a saying among Bible scholars, always look for the peace test. Do you feel tension or do you feel peace? The moment you have peace, you know the Lord is in it. And it is wisdom that is directing you. You know, there is a calmness. I've seen certain men of God. You know, I just uh, met a, a man of God yesterday. He's got, um, he's running many universities. He's got, got almost 50,000 churches under him. You know, and uh, the calmness on his face. I mean, just handling 2,000 odd people sometimes makes you feel very tense. This guy has got universities to run, people to pay in those universities. He's got over 50,000 churches under him and he's got to be an overseer of all that and the calmness, the peace. There is no tension. He's not like worked up. And that, that is wisdom. That is, that is grace. And, um, you know, our life most of the time is full of tension. But you should allow peace to flow into you. Let peace like a river flow into your hearts tonight. Amen. Amen. Don't respect anyone enough to make you move when you have lost your peace. Wisdom is also the capacity to say no when you have to say no. So one of the advantages of prophets of wisdom is peace. Amen. Peace directing you. The second one is the third chapter verse 17. Proverbs, it says there, pleasantness and pleasure in life. You know, life is not to be endured, it's to be enjoyed. Are you enjoying or enjoying your life? There are people who are married and who are kind of feel as if they're stuck in their lives. You're enduring, you're just going through it. And God wants you to enjoy your marriage, enjoy your children. If you have had access to the will of God, to the ways of God, to the wisdom of God, you will know that, you know, when God gives you something, he wants you to enjoy that. Whether it be your children, whether it be your grandchildren, whether it be your business, whether it be the ministry that God has called you to do, there is a certain sense of enjoying it. Look at somebody, if there is somebody sitting next to you, say, enjoy the journey. I said that, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Amen. You know, uh, uh, you know we all have a ho hobbies. And sometimes, you know, uh, your hobbies may be traveling or eating the best food or whatever. But 
I heard a man of God say his hobby is enjoying the work that God has called him to do. Can you imagine that? And so every time he works, he feels he's enjoying it. He feels refreshed. He feels good. He feels stronger. He's not looking to have a hobby on the sidelines to give him some kind of joy or pleasure. But the very work you and me are designed by God to do the work that God has entrusted us to do. And the moment you begin to do it, do it joyfully. Even serving the Lord. I've seen men of God have a cup of coffee and then come. My spiritual father was like that. Have a cup of coffee, just come and catch the devil out of somebody. And sometimes, you know, I mean, very relaxed. He'd be sipping a cup of coffee and said, devil go, devil leave that person. That's the kind of authority that he was enjoying the ministry of deliverance. Enjoying the ministry of worship. It's not like a stress. It's not like heaviness in your heart. Tonight, lift your head and say, Lord, the grace and the wisdom to enjoy all that you've given me to do. Amen. I didn't hear you. Hello. Yes. Okay. Amen. Glory to God. Say that again. Lord, the grace and the wisdom to enjoy all that you have called me to do. Never do anything that you're not meant to do. Never do anything out of pressure. The third blessing there is the 16th verse, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 16. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand are riches and honor. You know, prosperity, provisions, all that begins to flow when you have had access to the wisdom of God and the grace of God. Prosperity. I mean, you cannot be lacking in something and say you are a wise person. You cannot be lacking supply from heaven if you are in the will of God. If you are walking in the wisdom of God and the grace of God, the Bible says that you will have riches. The provisions of God, the supply of God will come into your life. And tonight in the name of Jesus, may the floodgates of heaven open over your life. May my God supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Lift your hands and glorify the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your glory. Thank you for supernatural provisions. Thank you, Lord, for giving your children wisdom concerning, Lord, the, 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 the sources of supply, the revenues that's going to be multiplied into their lives by the wisdom that you will release over their lives. In Jesus' name. Somebody say Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You cannot move in the wisdom and in the grace of God and be empty-handed. There was a time in my life I was like that. I mean, I thought that was fate. You know, I thought I had to be miserable. I thought I had to lack something in my life to tell people that I'm a real servant of God. But that is not the way it is in the Bible. My God shall supply all your needs according to His riches in glory. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 10, 23, 24. 
the Bible says Solomon was wise and he was very wealthy. Wisdom and wealth go together. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I was hearing a testimony of somebody who started a business and within four months it went into billions because he had access to the mind of God to hear from God and to do what God asked him to do and boom, it just took off. I sense somebody tonight is going to have access to that kind of grace from God just to see your business that is almost in a static form just going up just blowing and glorifying the name of Jesus Christ hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord amen wisdom will provide for you wisdom will provoke wealth into your life can you say those words with me wisdom will provoke wealth into my life amen any realm you are wise in that realm you will rise any realm that you are wise you will rise in that realm if you're wise in the realm of finances, you will rise in that level. Any realm that you're wise, you will rise. Say that again. Any realm that you are wise, you will rise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Wise, be wise and rise. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Wisdom will show you your source. You read through the book of Job, the 28th chapter. You can read through that first chapter, first verse to 12th verse. It says that wisdom will show you your source of blessing. You know, it is applying, it is having access to God's mind to know what exactly God wants you to do. Not looking at hundred things that people have to offer, but Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And there is a source of provision just for you that comes from God. It is not something that you have seen somebody else exactly do it, but it is from God for you. Elijah the prophet had ravens feeding him. God supplied his need. That is by Elijah. I've had crows or ravens many a time wherever I stay, come across, but they've never brought me food because that's not the way that God wants to provide for me. Amen. But there's a way that God wants to provide for you. Open your mouth and say, God will provide for me. God will provide for me. Glory to God. Amen. The fourth one, it says there, wisdom is that which will preserve your life. The 16th verse. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 16. The third chapter of Proverbs in verse 16. It says there, length of days is in our right hand. Length of days. Length of days, length of days is in the right hand. Glory to God. Amen. Some of you are going to age backwards. I mean, you're 50, but you will look like a 30 year old. You're 60 and you will look like a 40 year old. You're 70 and look like still a 40 year old. You're 80 and then you go on. To look like a 20 year old. I've seen men and women of God like that. I've seen children of God like that. Who have aged. And aging gracefully. Is one thing. We heard that. We know that word. Age gracefully. But to age gratefully. 
Lord, I thank you. Thank you for every day that, day that you have given me. Every day that you provide for me. Every day, Lord, that you have taken care of me. Simple childlike trust in God and a thankfulness to God will give you access to God's grace. Will give you the wisdom that comes from God. And that will help you sometimes to age backward. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. To be wise is to last. That's what it says there. Long life, length of days. God will lengthen your days. Lengthen your days. Open your mouth and say, God will lengthen my days. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Long life. With long life will I satisfy. That's God's promise. He will lengthen your days. To be wise is to last. To be fool. To be a fool is to expire before your time. You eat the wrong food. You don't know what God tells you to do. You don't work out. You don't trust in God to help you to discipline your life. The Bible says in 2 Samuel chapter 3 about Abner. Oh Abner, why did you die like a fool? Why did you die like a fool? I mean, your hands were not tied. When somebody came to you, you could have just smashed them apart. Your hands were not tied. You were not bound. But why did you die like a fool? If you're able, a true worshiper, don't go out with Cain to the field. That's all wisdom. You know he's envious of you. He know, you know he's upset with you. You know he doesn't like you. You know he gets all green every moment that he sees you. He gets upset because God is honoring you. Don't go out into the field alone. That's not wisdom. Open your mouth and say, I won't be a fool. Look at Ecclesiastes, the seventh chapter, verse 17. Ecclesiastes, the seventh chapter, verse 17. Let me see if it is here. Mm, hallelujah. Glory to God. It says here, Be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why should thou die before thy time? Why should you die before thy time? Open your mouth and say, I won't die before my time. I won't die before my time. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. May any relationships, any friendships that can cause you to die before your time may be removed from your life in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Any journey that you are supposed to make with somebody that could get you into trouble, may God reveal it to you before you are supposed to take that journey. And may God set you free from that trouble. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. You know, once a great man of God uh, was invited somewhere to preach 
And he uh, said yes. And after a, a couple of weeks, you know, he, the, that other person said, okay, you will be here that day to preach? He said, no, I can't come. So the man said, listen, you, you gave me your word. He said, yeah, it's the same man giving you another word. <laughs> I can't come. I can't come. It's my word. I gave you a word and now I'm giving you another word. I can't come. You know, there are many people who have died by trying to keep their word. You don't need to do that. It is possible to keep your word and lose your life. Somebody, somebody said there is nothing compulsory in your life other than making it to heaven. And that's by grace through Jesus, by faith in Christ. There's nothing else compulsory. You know, we heard this. It is not the ship in the water that's the problem, but the water in the ship that's the problem. It's not the peace out, I mean, the, the, the lack of peace outside in the world that's the problem. But it's a lack of peace inside. It's not trouble outside because the Lord said in the world you will have trouble. But the trouble inside. I mean, you need to allow the grace of God, the wisdom of God to keep you inside. There might be many things happening outside. I'm not bothered by that. The grace, the wisdom of God inside. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, Lord, fill me with your wisdom. Fill me with your grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Proverbs 3 and verse 16. The fifth blessing, the third chapter, verse 16, it says that let the days is in your right hand, and your left hand are riches and honor. Honor. Prestige. Honor. It comes from the Lord. Wisdom will make you honorable. 1 Samuel 18 and verse 5 it speaks about David and says David behaved wisely before the king and what did the king do and Saul set him over the men of war and he was accepted in the sight of all people and also in the sight of Saul's servants David behaved wisely so wise behavior will cause you to be honored. A title without a task is a waste. Honor is not a title. Somebody asked me, listen, can we make you be in a bowl? I prayed and I said, I don't know how I can contribute to that. I don't want to be in a board just for the title's sake. Oh, I'm in such a board. What, what can I contribute there? If I cannot contribute there, I don't want to be there. And especially if you are serving the Lord, a title without a mandal is battle. You're going to have unnecessary battles come into your life. You have a title and then you're trying to do something unnecessary. Man. A head without a brain is a weight to your neck. 
you need to, you need the wisdom of God. You need the weight of God's wisdom in your head. A head without a brain or without wisdom is just pain to your neck. Look at somebody and say, don't be a pain in the neck. May God give you wisdom from heaven. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I receive your wisdom. I receive your grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Look at, you know, that same word. Prestige, honor, promotion, all that comes from God. Let's look at a couple of scriptures. Daniel chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. It says there, And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers in, that, in, in his realm. And David and Daniel continued, even to the first year of King Cyrus. Third chapter was 30. The three friends of Daniel, thrown of the furnace, they were honored and set above everybody else. Because they were wise, the Bible says, above all their companions. David was promoted because you acted wise. Any woman who is wise to build a home, she will be promoted up. Your husband will honor you without you realizing it. You will realize it, but not immediately. Maybe he's dishonoring you right now. But you build your home in wisdom. There comes a time when honor comes. And men, you know, something that I just heard. He said, if you are a man and you're a husband, make sure that you generously give to your wife. Be generously give to your wife. I mean, I'm not speaking about money for groceries and money to run the house and all that. Please do that. At least do that. At least do that. But apart from that, to just be good to her, that's wisdom. You're honoring her. It is better not to have money in your pocket than your wife and children not to have. Even if you don't have money in your pocket, that's okay. But make sure. And this, the amount is not what matters. You know, when I got married, I told my wife, listen, I can take you for a doshi. That's what she wanted. And then I, I needed to up my game. You know, together with the Dosha, at least give a chamandi also. <laughs> give us some sambar and chutney. No. I mean, you begin it. Okay, let me take her out for a steak. Let me, you know. As God provides for you, you are good and generous to your wife and children. So the amount doesn't matter. It might start out with just little that you have, but that's a discipline, that's a wisdom. Let me do that for you. Let me do that for my children. It might be a huge amount, but let me invest something for my children. Let me save something up for them. And then as God begins to increase you and bless you, you begin to give more. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Men can survive without money. Women are more fragile. They feel insecure more than men. 
Hallelujah. The Bible says they are the wicked vessel. But they are partakers of the grace. What can make a woman cry can make a man laugh. But you learn to take care of them. That's a wisdom key for somebody who's not taking care of their family. I'm not speaking about, you know, getting a lot. If you have, please do. But at least starting off, knowing that she knows that you care for her. Mm. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 8, 14 and 15. 8 chapter 14 and 15. You know, if you if you are a wife or a woman and you're hearing this message, your husband is not listening to this message, make sure that you download this message and send it to him. <laughs> Glory to God. And everything that he gives you, send me a tithe of that. <laughs> Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 14 and 15. And please don't just edit that little part and put it out. <laughs> you know, I'm joking. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 8 verses 14 and 15. You know, if 8, 14, let me look at that. It says that the 15th verse, by me, by wisdom, kings reign and princes decree or justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. You know, it is when you tap into God's wisdom, you have a certain element of authority. You rule in the domain that God has placed you in. You don't lack authority. Just like kingdom, king's domain, that's what kingdom, king's domain. So wisdom is wise person will have domain. Wisdom will give you domain or authority, dominion. So God wants you to have wisdom, wise domain. Wherever you, if he's placed you in your, you know, he doesn't want you to be stressed and so struggling and so battling that you don't know what to do, how to take this company forward, how to, you know, how to, how to run this business. No, that is for somebody who has no access to God's presence. But you have access to God's presence through the precious blood of Jesus. By grace, you can enter His presence and receive from Him. Glory to God. God will only walk with somebody who is wise because He's an all-wise God. If you're going to walk and behave foolishly and then expect God to walk with you, how can two walk together unless they have agreed? God is looking for people who say, Okay, I'll wise up. I'll walk in wisdom, Lord. Whatever you tell me. I'll walk in that. And God says, okay, I can walk with you. But you bend on doing things your own way. Sometimes the foolish way. Let me tell you what happens is God's presence begins to thin out. You don't, you don't sense the presence of God. And if you don't sense the presence of God, you lack authority. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the eighth one, and I close with it. 1 Samuel 18 and verse 14. The presence of God is with the wise. 1 Samuel 18, and I think it's the 14th verse. Let me read that for you. 1 Samuel 18, 14. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. 1 Samuel 18th chapter verse 14. It says there, and David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him. The, David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him. Genesis 39 verse 2 Joseph was wise and he was discreet and God was with him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. You know, sometimes even just, you know, uh, wisdom is to make sure things are in order. Sometimes, you know, even just the room being in a mess. Can you imagine that? Potato chips on your bed. The Pepsi can. On the other side. Your shirt is in one corner, your shoes are on the table. There are flies inside your bathroom having a conference together. <laughs> and you're sitting in between there and saying, Welcome Holy Spirit. He doesn't feel welcome. He cannot come there. Even when Jesus had to work the milk, even in, in John's 2, the Bible says the water pots were kept in order. John chapter 6, when Jesus was about to multiply the bread and the fish, he made them sit in circles of 50, 100 and all of that. So there's an order. Even for God to move and work, God is looking for who will do things in order, in in wisdom, who will apply themselves to do certain things in the right way. Even, even I recognize it. If I can get up in the morning, brush my teeth, wash my face, and sit for prayer, I'm able to tap into the presence of God even faster. But the moment I get up and say, oh, thank you. <laughs> it's like climbing a hill. You can't, you can't, you can't, you, you can't feel the presence of God. And you're just doing something just for your conscience sake, maybe, but the presence of God is but the Lord's presence comes with people who do things in order, in an organized way. Praise be to Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. You'll be able to study better if you keep your school books together neatly. Your desktop, everything neatly. That's a prophetic word for somebody. Just make sure that you have things in order. Because you want the Lord's presence to be there. You want, you know, God does everything so beautifully. Praise be to Jesus. Amen. So how do you get to that? Determine to pursue the wisdom of God. 
Can you say that with me? Determined to pursue the wisdom of God. Ecclesiastes, the first chapter, verse 13. Let me see if it is here. It says there, And I gave my heart to seek and search out my wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. I gave my heart to seek. Whichever area in your life you feel it's messed up, you say, Lord, I, I'm determined to seek you for your wisdom. I'm determined to seek you for your wisdom. Glory to God. Two, determine to receive instruction from the wise. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5. Let's look at that. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5. Wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. Will hear and increase learning. You know, schooling may stop. I was so grateful to God when I finished my schooling. But then I had to, I learned that you never stop learning even, even if schooling stops. You learn through your life, all through your life. To learn is a lifelong thing. You never stop learning. You learn from people around you. You learn from God's word. You learn from things that happen around you. And as a matter of fact, you know, whoa, okay, I, maybe I'll share that with you on Sunday. But mm, <clears throat> uh, what, what just happened in the Atlantic Ocean, you know, the submersible going down. And I was asking the Lord, Lord, what do I learn from that? From your word, like, there were some amazing scriptures which the Lord showed, which we will come to that later. But pray for them, pray for those families who lost their dear ones. Tonight, the word is simple, the word is very clear. You have access to God's grace and to God's wisdom. Wisdom will bring about these kind of benefits in your life. And if you're looking for these kind of benefits in your life, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, but seek God's wisdom. Look to the face of Jesus Christ. Call on the name of the Lord. Worship Him for who He is. He's an all-wise God. Give your life entirely to Him. To listen to instructions from wise people. It will help you.